Hi, we're Visible, the wireless company with nothing to hide. Get unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for $25 a month. Taxes and fees included. Sorry, hidden fees. We're just not into you. Switch today at Visible.com. Rate with service on the Visible plan. For additional terms and network management practices, see Visible.com. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to the latest episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills. I want to start off with a quick apology for the uh, delay in getting this week's show out. Earlier in the week, recorded a podcast for Wednesday. Uh, Quality of it just was not up to snuff for myself or for anybody that would be listening at buffalorumblings.com. So decided to scrap that one, pushing things back just a few days, and appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, really on this week's episode, right in the second segment after the break, going to talk about a hypothetical trade for the Bills uh, around a, a top defensive end that might be hitting the market this offseason. But really wanted to start things off with you talking a little bit about Shaq Lawson and and really re-signing him in Buffalo and how he might be in the driver's seat when it comes to this type of situation. Now, you know, as you look at the current state of defensive end with the Buffalo Bills, you think to yourself, okay, back in 2019, Jerry Hughes, Trent Murphy, Shaq Lawson, really a formidable trio amongst those three guys, but realizing the Bills need to generate a bit more of a pass rush than they have. And that makes it really something that's kind of top of mind for myself and many fans heading into this offseason and the start of free agency, which is right around the corner. Jerry Hughes, we know, has two more years left after signing the extension last year. Uh, Hasn't really shown many signs of slowing down. But with that said, he's on the wrong side of 30. I think we take a look at things and we realize that, you know, it's uh, you've got to start planning a little bit more for the future, I guess you could say, when it comes to Hughes and when he eventually looks to wrap things up with his career with the Buffalo Bills. I would not be surprised if we see something similar with him in the later stages of his career to what we did with Kyle Williams and Lorenzo Alexander, that after, you know, say this extension wraps up, if he's still willing and able to play, that maybe things are taken on a year-by-year basis with those one-year extensions that we saw with those other two uh, players. Uh, Trent Murphy, you know, has definitely been up and down in the eyes of fans, probably a bit more down than up in his time as a defensive end with the Bills. Um, certainly seen some flashes from the defensive end where you'd say, hey, this is the player that we hoped we had gotten when we signed him to a three-year contract prior to the start of the 2018 season. But now he's in the final year of his deal. Um, the Bills could actually save $8 million in space against the cap if they were to cut Murphy, which I think is a possibility. But for the sake of this, not going to get into that too much. What really leaves you with Shaq Lawson, right? Here he comes. They did not pick up his fifth-year option a guy that has played out his contract in Buffalo. But by all indications, I think he wants to be back in Buffalo. And I think the Bills want him back. Um, You look at the comments from Brandon Bean. It's, you know, he openly said having conversations with Shaq and his people, um, which is a stark difference to the, you know, he was asked about Jordan Phillips, who I think as much as he would like to have back in Buffalo has probably outpriced himself uh, for what the team is looking to spend Uh, at the defensive tackle position with the other commitments that they have. So for someone like Shaq Lawson, right, you think to yourself, okay, Trent Murphy, last year of his deal, Jerry Hughes coming, you know, I'll call it towards the the later stages of his career, right, maybe the last third of his career. Uh, And you've got someone like Lawson who really represents the youth at the defensive end position for the Bills. 
And if the team is going to, you know, not just plan for 2020, because I think it's easy for myself and others to be short-sighted with this, but really to look beyond that, right? Think about the future at defensive end for the for the Bills, if Trent Murphy is going to move on. Uh, again, Jerry Hughes still there, but, you know, Shaq Lawson can kind of be that consistent piece to to fill, let's say, that gap from, let's call it this this current batch of defensive ends we have to, to kind of moving forward with a bit of a, a youth movement, I guess, for lack of a better term. Um, as we go through with this, right, you think to yourself from that standpoint, you know, right now the, the, the Bills certainly need loss, and at least based on the way that the roster is constructed. But also for many of us, you know, we've had conversations and we've talked about what was going to be a, uh, a budding free agent class of pass rushers. Now you've got these guys, you know, it looks like they're going to get slapped with the franchise tag, Bud Dupree from the Pittsburgh Steelers, Matt Judon from the Baltimore Ravens, and Yannick Ngakwe from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, after the break, we'll talk a little bit about Ngakwe and the possibility of a uh, franchise tag and trade with the Jaguars in a scenario that I'd be curious to get your take on. But as I say all this, right, it could be one of those situations where as some of those uh, call it marquee names on the market are available. Is someone like Lawson going to say, listen, I can go and see what else is out there and, uh, and, you know, kind of try to drum up some sort of a bidding war, whatever it may be versus re-signing with the bills at this time, at least re-signing with the bills before free agency starts. Um, I'll be very curious to see how this plays out because I think myself and many others, and I've said this before, it's been a bit of a foregone conclusion right, that we're thinking that Shaq is going to be back with the Bills um, signing an extension. Track has him somewhere in the neighborhood of around $8 million per year. Um, and I don't know if we should make that foregone conclusion. Now, by all accounts, uh, again, he's been a, a leader in the locker room, someone that guys gravitate towards. We've heard it from other beat reporters that, uh, you know, he's well received by his teammates. Um, so I guess I just say this, it's going to be an interesting part of free agency. I think that's going to be a, a, a key domino for the Bills deciding what they want to do if they end up re-signing, you know, someone like Shaq. And if they don't, you know, there's been talk about a guy like Mario Addison, but he's 32 years old, right? I mean, if you're, if you're a defensive end trio and Addison, again, can produce for you, you can look, he's, he's been consistent for the Carolina Panthers, can come into Buffalo and do good things. But I don't want to look just at 2020. I want us looking beyond 2020. And I think with that, it's going to be interesting to see what happens here and what happens with Shaq Lawson. And if that's truly a guy that wants to be back in Buffalo right away. Um, it, now, again, after the break, I want to talk about a hypothetical trade scenario for you. There's been a lot of talk about Yannick Ngakwe. He has uh, been a name that has been put out there by many Buffalo Bills fans, members of the media is someone that they would love to see the Bills um, you know, target in free agency. Well, now if he's going to be franchise tagged by the Jacksonville Jaguars and their intention is to trade him, uh, I think there's a question of what that trade market is going to look like. I think this is a team they want to get a first round pick in return, but I've got a solution, a bit of a hypothetical I'd be curious to get your take on. Stick around after the break. We'll jump into it for you. You're listening to Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Hi, we're Visible. We're the wireless company with nothing to hide. Seriously. Hidden fees? We don't have them. Annual contracts? Not our thing. Great wireless on just one line? Now that's more like it. Get unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just $25 a month. Taxes and fees included. That's right. $25 a month? Every month. Sorry, hidden fees. We're just not that into you. 
sometimes the choice is just visible. Switch today at visible.com. Rate with service on the Visible plan. For additional terms and network management practices, see visible.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome back to this episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills. Here we go, a little bit of a situation, right? Talking about some potential trades around defensive ends. Before the break, talked a bit about Shaq Lawson, kind of what that would look like, what that would mean. If the Buffalo Bills were to, uh, you know, to not re-sign him, what were things to look like with the rest of the market? And one of the guys' names that comes out there in a lot of hypothetical situations is Yannick Ngakwe, the defensive end for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, by all reports, it looks like they are going to slap him with the franchise tag and eventually move on from him by making a trade uh, sometime before the 2020 NFL draft. And I posted this question to some of the guys that work at Buffalo Rumblings to get their feedback. And I figured it was worth sharing to with all of you because I'd love to get your pulse on this as well. Um, you can hit me up on the comments section. You can hit me up on Twitter at Ant Marino. But here's the situation. What if the Bills traded pick number 22 to the Jaguars for Ngakwe and pick number 42? So that's a second round pick from the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, is that something that you would be interested in doing? I mean, basically, when you look at the trade down value, it's equivalent to a late second round pick. So in essence, right, the, the Bills get a premier pass rusher, um, but it comes at a hefty cost, right? It's not just that you get the player, but then you have to sign him to the contract extension that's probably going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of 18 to $20 million per year, a major investment, the highest played, paid player on the Bills. Um, and we know how, you know, sometimes when you talk about the right type of player, the right type of fit, is that a type of move that the Bills would make? And, and I'm using Ngakwe in this situation because I think that's a he's been a fan favorite of uh, members of the media, of many Buffalo Bills fans. And would you look at that piece? Right. Is that something that you would say to yourself? Listen, I would I would be willing to make that move to trade out of the first round to get this pass rusher um, and to add that additional second round pick. Right. I mean, you can look at those things and say, hey, we can address what we need to here at defensive end. We can take care of that. We know that that's a need for the team to add a more consistent pass rush. And here's a guy that we feel can do this. While we don't get the um, the added benefits that come of signing someone in the first round with really that fifth year option that we talk about on contracts, you drop back 20 spots. And by dropping back 20 spots, you know you you still keep the same number of draft picks. Um, we all know that you've got some flexibility. Let's say with you know three sixth round picks, two fifth round picks that you can, you know, make some some small trades, I guess, to move up a couple of spots where you need to. But when you look at things, you talk about some of the depth at uh, at wide receiver. Of course, at pick 42, and you also have pick 54 in the second round, you could probably still get someone um, based with just the influx of, of talent, right? Maybe somebody like a Denzel Mims from Baylor. There's been a lot of buzz around him after the uh, after the combine. Someone like Jalen Rager that we thought maybe would be a late first round pick after a so-so combine, maybe somebody that slips to the second round. 
and of course a polarizing prospect T Higgins who did not participate at the combine um, talk about you know something like that so I guess what I'm trying to say is right as you look at this is knowing that you can guarantee that you would get in Gokwe. granted you have to sign him to the contract worth moving down 20 spots and is that something that would be appealing to the bills um, it's kind of that same model that we, at least was floated out there last year, right? You think about everything with Antonio Brown, where the, the at least the initial conversation was the Bills would acquire Brown. They would have traded back from number nine to acquire the Pittsburgh Steelers pick later in the first round, knowing that they would have to sign Brown to a contract and all of those things. And even as I look back, it's it's crazy that we're still referencing that trade as a possibility. But as we do go through with it, I think to myself, you know, is that the type of thing where Brandon Bean would look to be aggressive to ensure that he gets his guy? Uh, again, trade out of the first round for the Jaguars. It looks like they are in a bit of a you know complete uh, rebuild mode at this time. But would you be willing to trade back 20 spots to get Ngakwe, to sign him to the deal and keep, again, you know, a top 42 pick. So you're dropping down 20 spots. I'd be curious to hear what you think, uh, at least for me right now. And it's, of course, it's so early. Free agency hasn't taken place. Um, I love mock drafts as much as anyone does. And I appreciate everybody that's been checking out the work we've been doing on the site. But until free agency takes place, it's, you know, it's a lot of educated guesses when you talk about what team needs are, because, you know, free agency will modify that. It will really help shift some things that are taking place. So as we go through with it, right, I, I think to myself, at least right now, the difference in who you could get at 22 versus who you could get at 42, it's a bit in the eye of the beholder, right? And from that standpoint, maybe let's say, you know, are you getting Justin Jefferson, the wide receiver from LSU at number 22 or T Higgins at pick 42? Is there that much of a drop off from that player to the other that, uh, that you wouldn't make that trade? And, and for myself, right, I, I think if you look at it and think, okay, if Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott identifies Ngakwe as the player that they want, I would be okay making that drop from 22 to 42. Um, I really look at that and I think to myself, okay, that would be, that would be okay, especially over a scenario, let's say if you were just trading pick 22 straight up for Ngakwe. That's not something that I would look to do, right? I think there's that speculation that the asking price is a first round pick. For me, I would, I would say no thank you to, to that type of a scenario. So that's where you try to get a little creative here, right? I mean, is this something that you would do? So I'd love to get your feedback in the article at buffalorumblings.com. We can even include a poll question for you, you know, what you would do in that type of a scenario. And, uh, and I would love to get your take on this. I myself, I would be in favor of it. Um, I think if you want to get that premier pass rusher, if you want to get someone that can step in and uh, and kind of be a bit of that missing piece, I guess you could say to the defense, yeah, I would drop down those 20 spots. It doesn't make defensive end uh, as much of a need in the draft as it would for, uh, you know, kind of heading into things or before free agency gives you the opportunity to uh, re-sign Shaq Lawson that we talked about before. And then maybe you move on from Trent Murphy and you save those $8 million and you use that to help sign Ngakwe to a long-term extension. With two second-round picks, right, I mean, one at 42, one at 54, I would still look at that and think to myself, okay, I can bring in a wide receiver like a T. Higgins. I keep going back to that name, but think someone, you know, in that that quality of wide receivers. There's so many names that are being thrown out there now. Then at another pick, maybe at 54, you look to uh, – 
you know, to upgrade at cornerback opposite of Tredavious White, which we've talked about before, too. So I'd love to get your feedback. I'd love to get your opinions on this. Make sure to hit me up in the comment section. Always appreciate you guys tuning in and appreciate everybody that hits that subscribe button. So you get all of our great shows from buffalorumblings.com each and every week. So I'm going to head out now. Again, hit me up with your comments. Always appreciate you guys tuning in. And as always, go Bills. Take care. Hi, we're Visible. We're the wireless company with nothing to hide. Seriously. Hidden fees? We don't have them. Annual contracts? Not our thing. Great wireless on just one line? Now that's more like it. Get unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just $25 a month. Taxes and fees included. That's right. $25 a month? Every month. Sorry, hidden fees. We're just not that into you. Sometimes the choice is just Visible. Switch today at Visible.com. Rate with service on the Visible plan. For additional terms and network management practices, see Visible.com.